Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Out of Context. This is Ashley, your host with the most. I didn't think of anything else clever to say in the moment. Because as always, nothing is scripted. I have no idea. I'm just going in like, I want to wing it. Um, fun fact that, um, if you didn't know, pigs do not sweat. So the next time you hear some dude walking around and he's like, I'm sweating like a pig, you call him a fucking liar. Because that is false. Anyway, um, speaking of fun facts and things are true and false, I have my co-host here, Adrian. I don't understand how I can be true or false, but uh, it's true. It's positive. I'm not the father. Thank God. How are you? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Just to uh, dig this a little bit further, Ashley, and to you, my friend, because you are my friend, this is Walker AC, otherwise known as uh, Adrian, to you on this fine episode of the Out of Context podcast. Back to you, uh, Ashley. You know something? So I have listened to, or I'll start the intros or something into a couple of the episodes that you do that's not out of context, and you still do that same intro. Yes, you are my friends. <laughs> Be original. This is out of context. This is not some other random recording and shows that you do. Out of context is original. You need to change your intros make them weird make them spontaneous like i do we're, we'll well you know what we're gonna we're gonna workshop it after this recording how about that but of course we have you know honestly at this point i don't even know if i want to even call her a guest anymore uh she's basically a part-timer co-host uh really a full-time co-host but i guess we can say part-time for if there's ever time she's like nah fuck you guys um we have becky here again with us. Hello, everybody. It is me, this favorite rabbit raccoon. And Ashley, thank you for the wonderful introduction. And Adrian, I do have to agree with Ashley. You do need a different introduction if you're using it for other podcasts, because like that should be like your key signature for out of context, like your autograph, your signature, if you will. Yeah, you're being a whore right now. No, he's being a slut. He does it for free. This is true. I feel attacked as always, but I'm used to it. That's neither here nor there. It's not attacking. It is constructive criticism. Calling me a whore. Okay. I have duly uh, noted. Brooklyn, I, I called you Brooklyn a slut. Constructive so, criticism. <laughs> at least Ashley was nicer about it. You're getting paid to do it. I called you a slut. You're doing it for free. Just, I'm not going to kiss on the mouth. That's just my number one rule. Oh, okay. Uh, to kind of get the ball rolling here, <laughs> I have to talk about my weekend. And there's a lot of ups and downs, and Becky is also involved with this. Despite us living very far apart, this is something we both shared as a lot of frustrations. Um, so, I have a regular Nintendo Switch. I've had it for about five, six years. However long it's been out, I've had it. And my husband is traveling to go see his family soon, and he plans on taking my Switch to, for his nephews to play with. And, you know, he's, he's paid me for it, all that, when he didn't have to. And so it's been pretty well, well aware that I intend to use that money towards an OLED or a PlayStation 5. Uh, of course, it makes more sense for me to do an OLED because I plan on buying one anyway before he travels because I need to transfer all my save, my saved uh, data and all that. And I refuse to throw away over 300 hours of building and game time on my Animal Crossing because I will probably murder people. But anyway, so uh, I want to say Saturday, Saturday, uh, Becky and I are just talking and Becky just throws at me. It's like, hey, whichever one you choose, I'm going to cover the rest just because it's got you can consider as an earlier blade or whatever but basically this is more of a just because i want to and you know a lot some back and forth of you don't have to yes i i want to blah 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 blah. um i initially decided on the playstation 5 i was like you know why not because becky works someplace where she can get a discount and so we're like okay we're gonna do this becky's gonna place the order and place it the order online for me to pick up at the store closest to me and well 
the stork five times. Uh huh. Just five times of order canceled for potential fraud. Yeah, and I understand. Uh, me working financial institution, I understand the fraud part, but it's a whole other thing where uh, Becky is calling the eight hundred number and saying, "Hey, this is me." I am doing this. I know where it's being, where it's going to be placed at, because I am buying this for my friends. Stop canceling it. Um, I, but... And I actually had to argue with them and actually use my. I had to talk down to them, and I had to go a little bit of Karen on them because they were not listening. It's different. If you're gonna go Karen on somebody, go Karen because they're not listening. Don't go Karen because they're giving you an answer you don't like. Yeah, um, Becky apparently sent one of them into having an anxiety attack or a panic attack. Um, Becky, Becky really showed the rabid raccoonness there. So eventually, uh, even tried it where I tried it from my ends, and we're both frustrated at this point. And I said, you know what? This is the universe saying I don't need this. I don't need this right now. Plus, it's too much. It's much more money than the OLED. We're just going to do the effing. OLED and turn around and Becky gets it shipped to me really quick through Amazon because fuck it and I got it on Sunday and I love it I love it so much and I will show Becky already seen pictures but I'm going to show you Adrian of the customization I got for the switch it it's really cool I, I like it so I'm really happy with me having the switch and once again thank you Becky but you're very welcome I love it it's so cool. And I got the, the Switch cover and everything today. It's awesome. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Going off of that is I now am in the possession of an OLED. And it's amazing. But here it is. Yeah, I've looked your ass in Mario Kart. Hard. Yeah, she beat my ass really hard. Like, she just... <laughs> Like, she beat me like a mistreated stepchild. Like, yeah, I, but you know something? I own it because I'm not the best at Mario Kart. Because I, racing games are not my forte. They're, they're just not. Uh, I'm more of action-y type of games. So racing, yeah, it's not, it's not my forte. Plus, I don't play Mario Kart that much. So, yeah, Becky just handed my ass to me like on a silver platter and told me to eat up without you. <laughs> And then, thankfully, you and I have also been on a kick of a different game. Oh, man. So, we've been playing Overcooked, too. And we've been playing it mostly through, like, on our computers. But Becky's is currently getting, needs to get worked on and can't use it right now. No, no raising your hands. You're going to wait. Playing Overcooked, too. So, now we're playing it through the Switch. I was getting so frustrated because... The game, the buttons and stuff is way more sensitive than the computer version. And so what would take us maybe at least maybe two to three rounds to complete a level was taking us like close to 10. And I was getting so frustrated. And then we finally beat and it. And I was going to the next level. Going to the next level. It was a, one of a, diff it was a difficult level that, that was difficult for just playing on the computer. And then me was like, nope, 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 going to bed. You can, you can you may speak now. Oh, thank you. So my question to you is, you mentioned an Nintendo Switch, and you mentioned um, a word. Oleg, was it? Oleg. Okay, so, so for those of you who are not familiar with it, including myself, is that just another version of the Switch, or is that a particular add-on? What is that? It's, it's can I explain? Yeah, go ahead. So there's two different versions of the Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch OLED is thinner, it's lighter, it's got a much brighter LED screen. And the screen size, the Nintendo Switch itself didn't get bigger, but the screen size did, where it's being like a quarter of an inch of just like nothing, it's like now maybe like a, I don't know, the shorter than a quarter. It's a lot, it's a bigger screen pretty much. And it's got a better battery life if you ever need to have internet connection, but your Wi-Fi sucks, but your ethernet connection is fantastic. You can have it connected to ethernet. So like hardwired into the internet pretty much. And it comes in 
two different colors. It comes in white, where the base is white, the handles are white, or it comes in the standard Nintendo Switch colors, which is a black base and a red and blue Joy-Con. Hmm, okay. And question number two. Uh, the game that you guys were playing, what is that called again, and what's that about? Uh, so just in case people actually want to play the game or, or try to find it. Um, it's called Overcooked 2. It's pretty much like the you'll see ads similar to it on like any kind of mobile game where it's like, oh, you own a restaurant, you have to like serve these orders and you have to make them all right and stuff. But it's a lot more cooperation needed. Ashley and I had to learn how to communicate. We'll play one level blind and then we'll go, okay, here's where the cooperation is needed. It is much easier to play with two people and it would be even easier with a third. Oh yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, I was, was kind of curious about that. I, I don't want to get lost in the conversation too much, but uh, Ashley, I should hand it back to you. Please continue. Well, so kind of piggybacking off of Becky. So Overcooked 2, it's, Becky and I have this thing of playing games where we're going to be stressed out. It's a control, control, controlling stress type of environment for us because we're always stressed, anxiety issues, etc., etc. So we play games that is just stressful. So Overcooked 2, you know, it's pretty stressful because you have oh, a time yeah. limit and you have to do a bunch of shit. And that's where Becky said we, we go in blind the first round because we're like, all right, we just need to see what needs to get done. And then after the first round, we kind of have an idea what to do. And we'll play the second round. The second round will usually be better, but by the end of it, then we'll really come up with the game plan. It's like, okay, now we know what to do. You're going to focus on this and this, and we're going to rotate this. And then we, so usually we'll get, like, we'll get through a level between two to four times four tries it all depends because some of the levels are very complicated which requires a lot of things moving and blocking you from doing certain things which is annoying or being on the staircase and halfway through the staircase falls apart yeah yeah but um so yeah that's uh and you know we've played it takes two which was actually more of a fun game than stressful uh it was a really fun game actually i'd be willing to play that again but it takes two is a is another co-op type of game. I uh, don't want to go too too much into it, but basically, you know, it's a it's a two-player game, uh, and you're just navigating to go through the world to get to eat, to reach the end. And it's a such a cool game to play, and you have to play it with somebody. It, it's not a, it, there's no single-player option. You have to play it with somebody. And Beck and I basically kept to our same characters, and my character was. Like had a lot of um, boing, 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 yeah, a boing. lot of jumping things to do. Uh, <laughs> Becky's person was more for aiming, and mine was more for jumping. And a lot of times I would miss jumps, or it would just wouldn't work or anything. And Becky'd be like, you know, Becky was nice to me. And then finally we get to a, a level where Becky's character had to do some jumps, and Becky wasn't making. I was like, yeah, it's not so fucking easy, is it? <laughs> And I started yelling at her, I was nice to you, be nice to me. I don't do that. No, per se. So, yeah, uh, when uh, Becky gets uh, her computer repaired, um, we do, like, at least for me, I have Twitch downloaded, uh, Twitch streams, so I would like to start streaming with that. So that way, when Becky and I are playing these games, we're going to try to stream them and build onto a channel. Uh, so... It, so we can kind of so people can actually see the what we do and the nonsense that it is so that will be coming eventually there's no set date or time frame but of course it'll be one for my computer's fixed because so what's right. going on with my computer and the reason why i'm not on the discord and why ashley and i are saying in the future is my cpu unit is fried and Ashley heard some very helpful words from me on Friday night. Oh yeah, it was fun. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, what, even when Becky gets uh, her computer fixed, it's uh, I need to learn the Twitch thing. I, technically, I could be doing it now. I just am not doing it. 
uh, but I probably should. Just I have been watching some videos and stuff, just kind of putting my mindset to it, but it's a whole new environment. Uh, but moving forward from video games and stuff, um, I'm pretty sure everyone and their brother, or for the most part, it kind of is sort of like world news, but it's mostly more specific to the Americas region. But there is, it's, it's basically, it's a, it's not considered a submarine, but we're just going to call a submarine just to be, it's like an under, it's like a watercraft thing because it's not an official vehicle or anything like that. But basically it's a submarine that is currently missing in the ocean where the Titanic wreckage is. Um, and it's no, and it has five really rich people inside of it. Uh, the CEO, of a couple people, but basically per person, it's $250,000 to go in the submarine down to the Titanic and check it out. And yeah, so it's missing. It went down Sunday morning and after two hours, they lost contact. But that's nothing new to people that have been on previous dives and other missions that's not even for this watercraft tourist experiments for actual official scientific purposes and things going to, to that depth losing communication is going to be like something that's going to always happen um they lost communication and for the submarines they i guess it has like 96 hours worth of oxygen and they're still gone they're still missing as of right now it's tuesday in the evening and from the last update they have are under 40 hours left of oxygen like probably close 30 ish hours at this point and there there's a few thoughts i have but um adrian uh, yeah uh but adrian and becky but like let's be respectful but like adrian i'll let you start off but let's let's just get into this okay no problem first things first with all due respects um, I will ask for Becky to go first. Um, the reason being is because um, off off camera, um, she says you know that that she was uh, closely following it and whatnot. So I'd rather have her opinion first because I just found out about it today. I'm not really a newsy kind of person, so I'd rather hear her talk about it first and then I will give my opinions. You know, versus the facts of the actual case. Okay, so my wife is very obsessed with the Titanic, like, to the point where Ashley can make jokes about the Titanic in, like, a derogatory way to her, and she finds it hilarious. So she's been following this extremely closely. Um, the thing is, they, whatever it is that they jerry-rigged, where it's, it's pretty much a death trap. There's no filtration system for CO2. So while they have plenty of oxygen, they will probably die from carbon monoxide poisoning before they run out of oxygen. Um, once that thing breaches surface, they have to hope and pray if it ever breaches to the surface that somebody finds them because they can't escape, they can't get out. It's airtight sealed. And it can only be open from the outside. It is put together with duct tape. It is not certified. Um, it's pretty much a, in my opinion, I feel bad for their families and their friends and relatives, but I do not feel bad for the people inside because they signed the contract, they signed the waiver, they know what they knew what they were getting themselves into, and they were like, "Fuck it, I'm rich enough and I'm egotistical enough where I'm gonna do it anyways." And that's pretty much my opinion on it because I don't like speaking about this stuff too much because I don't know if anybody's gonna listen. They're gonna be like, "That's my aunt, that's my uncle, that's my dad, that's my sister, that's my friend," and hearing me bash somebody i'm hoping that they are found i'm hoping that they get it out alive but at this point i don't have high hopes okay so really quick uh adrian because i know originally i wanted you to go first uh but 
because you're just now knowing about this and I've been kind of keeping up with it for like the last day or two. I really, really just kind of want to speak my piece really quick. So where Becky is here, like, I don't want this to get out and eventually it catches up and aunts and uncles will come at me. This is out of context. I have no problem people coming at me. Um, I, I personally, so it's a, it is a sad situation to an extent of families and friends. I'm sure because if I knew anyone and that happened, it would be sad. But at the same time, I'm not sad because for multiple different reasons. For the first part, which is like the more um, spiritual side or mythical side, whatever you want to call it. But the Titanic, the majority of the people that died in the Titanic were poor people. People that were way under, under but they were prioritizing the rich, the you know, the women and children, but a lot of it was really poor immigrants and stuff like that, that, that suffered at it. And then you have people that have money and just like, I just want to go see the wreckage and I'm going to spend $250,000, which is basically like $25 to me to go check this out. And I'm pretty sure it's like them ghosts haunting that shit. We're like, this is our time. Um, so this, this guy, he's the CEO, he literally says he's putting his money where his, mouth, where his mouth is, and he personally attends every single one of these dives that they've done so far. And everything has worked out, they've lost communication sometimes, and they've always come back up. Um, so according to, you know, some of the things that's being said on here, people that are close friends with the guy that's the CEO is, he's done the maps, he, like, um, he knows... The whole entire wreckage, the map, everything, the whole system to his fingertips. Like he, and so for something to go wrong, uh, they're like, oh, I take comfort in knowing that he knows that wreckage, um, like all the way in and out. But that doesn't help you if you're stuck in there, you're missing. Like he can know everything. We, we don't know where he is. We don't know where they are. The second thing is if anyone wants, there's some videos on there that on, if you just search missing submarine Titanic, however you want to word it, and you can pull it up. There are videos from months ago or a year ago when CNN, NBC, whoever the news networks are, originally interviewed this guy, the CEO that's doing these. It's called OceanGate, is the company. Their water, it's called a watercraft. It's not a submarine because no governments, uh, no one has signed off on this thing. No one has. So it's just called like watercrafts basically, but everyone's calling it a submarine just to make it easier. It is like basically 22 feet in length. Um, there's like really no windows on this. There's only one little window. It's in the very front. Uh, everything is sealed from the outside. And it's all bolted, drilled in from the outside. And then you have monitors. So already, so you're paying $250,000 to go into a giant, not giant, 20 foot long, 22 foot long watercraft way 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 down into the ocean like several miles down into the ocean and there's no windows for you to see there's only the one window and you have to scoop by everyone else because it's very close inside if you look at pictures of how small it is and you're gonna be sitting there and you're gonna be kind of a little cramped and your back is gonna hurt you and to go out through that window and hopefully you can see things wherever the light is recording but for the most part you're seeing things through monitors this is 2023. I can pull up pictures of the Titanic and video recordings of the Titanic right here, and I don't have to worry about getting stuck in there. The second thing is the majority of these parts to build this watercraft are very cheaply made. A lot of the parts were purchased from Camping World, like the RV shopping center or whatever, from Camping World. Um, and the guy says this in an interview, so I'm not you know, pulling things out of my ass. So from Camping World, he gets some of this equipment. And then you want to know what controls this entire, like, watercraft to take you down to the Titanic and back up? Is it a knockoff PlayStation? It's a game controller. It's a Logitech game controller. It's now a PlayStation controller. Um, I'm pretty sure the PlayStation people are, like, losing their shit. They're like, it's not us! <laughs> but it's a Logitech game controller it's not some state-of-the-art like control system uh, motherboard nothing like that it is a game controller 
So, going back, someone that is a success that is allegedly a successful businessman and one of the most prominent from one of the most prominent wealthy families of Pakistan and Britain. All the these these five people, they're spending all this money, and they even go to the point of seeing a submarine, watercraft. They see what it looks like. They go inside. And I'm pretty sure they they have to do a little bit of research, at least something, to know about this. To know there's really no big, huge windows, like, you know, you're in a bus underwater or anything, to see the Titanic. It's not brightly lit. It's not like a whole parking lot's down there so you can see everything. It's not a Disney show. And so you're mostly looking at monitors. And then the control is a knockoff game controller. And you're still like, yeah, let's do this. And you know how they do the communications? It's no communications like through radio or anything like that. They communicate. The communications are through text messages. From the surface to the people in the submarine, it's text messages. So of course they lose communication. And maybe there's some things I could have wrong, but this is I'm reading from the majority of this is from CNN, um, and some videos I've been watching and some interviews as they do constant updates. I'm just like baffled by all this. Like I. I would never, um, like, we are, like, it is way beyond our years currently for this to be, like, by the time we have the technology to safely explore the ocean and, and its depths and get, be made out for tourism, the Titanic's going to be gone. Like, it's it's disappearing now. Um, but yeah, it just, it just blows my mind. And I, now the next part is, I just cannot wait because you know it's going to happen. Someone in Hollywood is going to make a movie about this, of five rich people going on a submarine to the bottom of the ocean to see the Titanic, and they're slowly being killed off by madness or whatever. It's either going to be a sea monster, it's going to be a psychological thriller what's each other that kills each other, or it's going to be the ghost of the Titanic killing them. And I'm on board for all of the ideas, because once again, I do not care who is listening. I, it does suck for family and friends, but you also have to know how stupid this decision was of them. It, it just, there's no logical anything that backs any of this up. Why they did this in the first place. Like any of this, no, it just, it's considered experimental still. It just, yeah, okay. Kind of makes you wonder though, if it, sorry, no, I'm kind of skipping a turn right now, but it kind of makes you wonder if, these people were wanted for something or they knew like somebody wanted them dead so they did this to cover up their death like so they can escape and like live a different life well but that's the thing is that you know the submarine goes down and it wasn't too long until they're like okay something's wrong and you have the america's military and plus you have a ship coming from that's from france that's in the area that's also coming. They have all these sonars and radars. No, sonar. It's underwater. Um, they have sonars that's basically covering this the stretch of the state of Connecticut, and to look for this. And that's that's a lot of money. Now, for conspiracies, they're willing to go super far for conspiracies. I I will not I will not bash that. But I feel like this is this is a lot. This is a whole lot of steps for because. You can fake your death so much easier than doing all this, especially for the Titanic. Um, it, it All this seems like such a big waste. And if you just look up the map of comparison of how far down the Titanic is compared to some of the world's, world's largest buildings, I'm looking at one now, and I will share it in our Discord. Uh, people would have to look it up. But just look at the, the building comparisons to the depth of which the Titanic is. The Empire State Building and the Burj Khalifa, which is like basically the, you know, well, the Burj Khalifa is literally the tallest building in the world. It looks like nothing compared to the depth of the Titanic is. And there's so much area to cover. It's like you're literally trying to find the needle in a haystack. It's not a haystack. It's a field of hay. And I fear, I'm pretty sure it's very unlikely these people are going to get found. Um, my biggest thing is for no sonar to catch any type of underwater crafts besides the Titanic and all these chose to search. Either A, they have found them and they're just not reporting it, or B, I, 
my absolute belief is that the, the watercraft is inside the Titanic and it's stuck. Something probably collapsed because that, that ship is falling apart and it's disappearing. So it's not stable uh, that no air, like watercraft filled with people should be going in, only cameras should be going in. I feel like this watercraft went into the Titanic, something gave way and they're stuck. And that's why they're not being picked up on the sonars because they're inside the Titanic and the sonars are picking up the Titanic ship. Adrian, please go before we continue. <laughs> There is a lot to unpack here. So going into this blind, uh, of course, I can only get my opinion. Of course, the nuts and bolts of it, when you boil it down, is I think they are done for, unfortunately. Now, since we got that out of the way, we'll add in a little bit of uh, comedy to this. Now, I'm not a very financially affluent young man, but I understand the value of money. And if I was rich as they are, the last thing I would ever do, maybe because I'm logical, maybe because I'm an old man yelling at clouds now, is waste my resources in going in a tube. That's just what it is. A poorly made tube going into the ocean to search for something that nobody should really search for anymore. And knowing how faulty that tube is, knowing that not much money is uh, going to, you know, to really make that thing stable enough. Especially if I have to communicate with somebody on the other side via a text message, knowing how shitty buy a cable company is. No, I'm not going to do that at all. I would rather be sitting in my castle, having somebody feed me, you know, massaging my throat so the meat can slide down my gullet after I chew on a nice healthy steak. Um, no, I can spend my money on a whole lot more better things, donate it to charity, put my name on something. The last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to risk my health over something gratuitous. Now, I understand running a marathon for charity or donating a kidney to somebody who needs it or donating funds to the American Cancer Society, but I cannot fathom spending my resources on going down to the, pretty much the center of the ocean wanting to find something my life is not that boring i don't have that much money or that much time on this planet to to do something like that and as cold and callous as it may sound you kind of get what you pay for you get what you deserve and stuff like that now once again people don't freak out don't cancel me no one deserves to perish but when you put yourself in a predicament like that knowing the risks or not paying attention to the risk more or less you kind of get what's coming to you. I, you know, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's the hard earned money that they, that they accumulated or they're born into wealth. That's neither here nor there, but just doing something so silly like that. One of the silliest things that you can do, you know, in, in this world, it just boggles my mind. And I'm looking over some of the articles, getting familiar with it, but still, no matter what way you slice it, <clears throat> You cannot go into an unprotected, uncertain situation like that and expect everything to go well. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. So, kind of going back to it, or while well, we're still in it, is the only argument I know that people can make is there's people that are adventurous, that are thrill seekers, that want the experience and they have the money. I don't knock that. I don't knock people doing things. But my thing is, is that people that do bungee jumping, skydiving, um, doing safaris in Africa, all this stuff. These are things that have been tried and true several times. There's always risk, no matter what you do. There's always the risk of things happening to you just in your own home. The moment you step out the door, out the door, you get in a car, etc. There's always, there's nothing in life that's without risk. But it's the matter of is, is there insurance to back you up? Is this funded, um, government approved? Uh, all, all these different things that need to factor in. Um, the safety parts of it, the equipment, everything that goes into it. And you need to make sure like these are kind of like, for the most part, very much guarantees. It's very, un it's very unlikely something could happen. It's more of like a freak of nature thing or once a blue moon, an accident can happen when you do these certain types of things. Rock climbing, Mount Everest, 
there's all those risks, but there's always these things that are procedures uh, that are put in place to help delay casualties as much as they can. Um, but this one, the, the guy that does, the CEO, he has done these dives dozens of times, allegedly, um, and it's always been good. But once again, the way that the ship was rigged, how it was created, that no government or um, any agency, anyone was signing off on this uh, because it was not fitting within the regulations of anyone for them. Like, it, it, there's still people, so I mean, across the world, where still scientists are baffled that this was even that this guy was doing it. Um, I really feel like because there was no government funding, no nothing. It's all experimental, from my from my understanding, from his own pocket and certain investors, but that you're taking people, regardless if they're rich and everything and they can pay for it. It it baffles my mind that you can be that rich and you're supposedly successful in business. And you're, I would assume that you are an intelligent person and you took the risk that far. Like with all these things factoring in, there's way more negatives than the positives. Um, I would rather go cage diving with sharks than do something like this. And there's a lot of risk with cage diving with sharks, but a lot of people still do it because there's a lot of safety procedures in place to avoid, you know, things happening to you. This one doesn't really have a lot of safety features in place. You're going down so far in the ocean that very few people, more people have been to space than people have been to the depths, the depth of the ocean. The ocean is still a very vast and scary place where only a small percentage has been explored. There's really no safety measures. There's really no backup plans. Something happens to you down there. This is what's happening. No, there's hardly anyone that can come get you. Even when they do locate it, they have to try to get down to you quick enough. And, they, and then even to get the rig back up. So it's very much likely that this is going to be a not so successful mission. I, if, you know, if hopefully it gets lucky for them. It does. I don't want to be that cruel. Uh, but I just can't feel pity. I cannot. Uh, to an extent, I can just know the fact is it sucks. Uh, I can only imagine, because I'm claustrophobic, um, the complete mental torture you will be going through for all that. Knowing that you're probably stuck and very realis uh, realistic idea that you basically screwed. Uh, you're not getting out of it. And then going back to, you know, Adrian, we said, you know, hopefully you don't get canceled. It goes back to, this is our context. We have said far worse things. The moment our podcast is trending, it will trend because of popularity. And then immediately it's going to turn around to being canceled when people really start listening to these episodes and how we talk and how we go about things. Um, yeah, it just, it, it just honestly blows my mind. I, when I started reading this yesterday, I was like, you, who is that stupid? And apparently there's uh, some really rich people that are that stupid. Oh, the watercraft, by the way, it's named the Titan. Very similar to the Titanic. And the CEO, when I watched in the video today when I was at work, he called it, and like, I don't want to say like verbatim, but he was calling indestructible, like he was saying it was foolproof, all this stuff. And the inner and the guy conducting the inter interview says, "Isn't that what they said about the Titanic?" And they laughed about it. And I'm like, "Motherfucker, that's what they said about the Titanic. Why would you do that?" Yeah, did he call it unsinkable? He didn't call it unsinkable because it's literally a sinking in the ocean. But he said something about like it being indestructible or foolproof, something like that. But the Titanic, they called it unsinkable. That not even God Himself could sink it. That's what the, I can't remember if it's the person that built the boat or the captain, but someone said about the. I want to say it was the person who designed it. Yeah, it's like not even God Himself could sink this, and look what fucking happens. And then this guy is saying this shit on an interview, and he named his watercraft Titan. Like, no, no. Maybe it's because I I grew up on the poorer side of life. And so I need to be more cautious and I have to try to use more common sense with things because I need to survive. But holy shit, there's no way I could be a billionaire. And someone's like, hey, you want to go see the Titanic? I'm like, no thanks, I'm good. I'm okay. You want to go to space? No thanks, I'm good. I would love to explore space, but it's not foolproof. 
It is not foolproof right now. People still blow up and before even getting up to the clouds. No, thank you. Uh, I understand it's not my lifetime. There's things I would love to do, but I am not going to bet my life on these things. I, I will. I am content getting a really nice telescope and purchase it. Videos and pictures on the internet. I'm good. There are some risky things I'm willing to do. Um, if anyone do oh, so, before I go to another thing, do you guys have anything else to say about the Titanic or the this submarine Titanic thing? Just that money makes you stupid and think that you're indestructible and you can buy the best of everything and just the idiocy that these people did just because they could. Um, I definitely agree with Becky on that one. Um, money does not, money does not, money isn't a good substitute for common sense. That's just what it is. You know. Can we just agree that common sense is not so common anymore? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. No, for sure. Um, just it's just sense. Alone, you know <laughs> um, but so going off of common sense money and daredevil things, what some examples I met, I usually people have some type of dream, whether you will actually do it or not. But do you guys have any like aspirations, anything that's like, I would like to try this, like um, scuba diving, skydiving, rock climbing. Like, is there anything that's considered like something that's on the daredevil list of things or adrenaline seeker or adventurous? even for expeditions, anything like that. Is there anything or more than one that it's something that you, if you had the money and you had the time, it's something that you would consider doing or you would actually do it? Hmm. Uh, Becky, uh, I'll, I'll have you go first, you know, like ladies first. Um, not really, because I've definitely mellowed out since I got with my wife. But something that I used to love the idea of being able to do was be able to skydive because I'm terrified of heights. Like I would probably pee myself, not gonna lie. I'm petrified of them. But I would love to be able to do that and be like, heck yeah. And another thing that I would love to do even now is like get a really nice sports car and just be able to pedal to the metal like if i'm gonna die i'm gonna die doing what i love and that would be speeding through the mountains on a road where there's no wild animals who can come out and get me or by get me i mean i won't get them and make them roadkill <laughs> and there's no chance of me killing somebody else because i have a mentality of if i'm gonna die i'm gonna die doing what i love as long as nobody else is hurt then it's worth it for me Me, on the other hand, I'm a rather boring fellow um, because it's not necessarily the fear that I have of doing things because I do understand that we all have a purpose. Um, but if I wanted to do a challenge, it would have to be climb a mountain. You know, climb a mountain like, uh, like go to the Himalayas or go to Mount Everest or something of the sort. Because, yes, you'll have protection, you'll have guides, but you'll have to study for a couple of years and train your body for a couple of years, you know, for this uh, strenuous exercise. So if I had the resources to do so, I would definitely climb a mountain. And I was going to say, if you just want to climb a mountain, come to New York. I can <laughs> definitely help you climb mountains. <laughs> we get plenty compared to the swamp land of Florida. And see, I would just climb the mountain once. Just once. Just say I did it. And then after that, I would live out the rest of my days in my castle. It's not necessarily, once again, leaving, leading a boring life. You just know your limitations as a human being. And the secret to life, other than fun, is not dying. So I'm not going to put myself into a predicament where I could die. <laughs> I'd rather... Do it the old-fashioned way. Die the old-fashioned way. Or, you know, just the fate's telling me it's time. I'm not going to play with death like that. You know, even though I may have millions and millions in the bank 
it doesn't do any good. So whether it be um, you know, skydiving or bungee cord and stuff like that, now I dare not tempt fate no matter how safe it is. Now I know that sounds kind of hypocritical talking about climbing a mountain, but there are a whole lot of precautions in place to do so. And you can't just do it willy-nilly. You have to have proper training to do it. And who knows? The instructor may say, hey, walk, racy, this isn't for you. Oh, no problem. At least I know the limitation. And I will cry in my bed full of money. And I think I'll be okay. Oh, you haven't lived till you've tempted fate a few times. No, see, I ate Taco Bell a few times during my years. So I think I tempted enough fate. And I'm good with that. Me and a porcelain goddess have had many interactions. So I'm not... Yeah, I think I know my limitations as a human being. And thank you, Ashley. I saw that eye roll. So uh, <laughs> I will shift it to you. I mean, what is what, what would be your thing? You know what? There's, there's actually a lot of things I would do. Um, I do have a fear of heights. Skydiving is not on my list. I have, it's not a priority on my list. I don't want to say indefinitely I wouldn't do it. But it's not on the top of my list. Um I have always liked the idea of going underwater cage diving or with sharks. Um, there, clearly, there's a list. A lot of risk. It used to be towards the top of my list up until I watched the movie 46 Feet Down. And I was like, I'm in no rush to do this. Anyone that has seen, if you haven't seen 46 Feet Down or have heard of it, basically is two white girls going underwater <laughs> cage diving with a bunch of great whites. Of course, it's white girls. Of course. <laughs> And, you know, shit happens, and their cage goes all the way down, 46 feet down, down to the bottom, and they can't get pulled up. And any attempts to escape, uh, someone rescue them, big old shark comes and eats. Um, and I won't give much else, but after watching that movie, I was like, huh, kind of still want to do it, but not a priority right now. Um... I, me having being claustrophobic, uh, it, there's not a super lot of dangers to it, but obviously exploring the tombs underneath the pyramids, there's a lot of crawling involved, uh, closed tight spaces. Uh, it's kind of my physical nightmare, a mental nightmare, but I'd still want to do it. The idea of scaling mountains, um, not Everest. No, it's too cold, and the fact is that I don't want to be a trail marker because that's what happens with a lot of dead bodies. You die there, no one's carrying you back down because it's it's tough enough to just carry yourself up all to those heights. You die, you're staying there. No one's coming to get you. No one's taking you back down. It's not happening. You're you're there. You're and you're gonna basically be frozen in time because everyone no, there's you're not decaying it you, because of how cold it is. You're your body's literally frozen in time. And so that's a whole other scary thing. Um, I went to the jungles of Belize and I saw some of the Mayan ruins. I went like in the, these ancient caves. I went swimming in the middle of these rainforests. Very exciting. You know, you can always catch parasites and there's always, because there's, it's not regulated. It's not like this is a theme park at Disney. Or there's park rangers just standing by in case an animal gets a little too frisky. Uh, no, you're out here and there's all these wild animals that can come get you at a moment's notice and there's no protection, there's nothing. So that was a risk in itself. Uh, not a high, high risk, I want to say, but there's still the risk there. That was really exciting. I'm the type of person that I'm always open to doing new things and trying new things. Um, sometimes I might be too scared. Or I understand my physical limits because of I have body injuries that prevents me from doing a lot of things now. But for the most part, there's a lot of things I don't think I would want to say no to if I was given the money and I had the opportunity and I had the physical capabilities to do it. It just kind of goes back into, you know, how many safeguards are in place? How many times does this have, like, have, has this been done? I would like to see the number in the tens of thousands, preferably. And what's the liabilities? And how many times have things gone wrong? I want to weigh my options. Those are really going to be the true factors of what takes me in and out. Rock climbing, I don't want to do uh, because I don't I don't trust cliffs and rocks. Things fall down. 
you grip Chris more enough and they come loose and you're hanging. You're, you're just swinging out there or you just completely fall down. I don't want to do that. I know I don't want to do that because heights, heights, because you're climbing, it's going slow. You will look down. There's no, hey, don't look down. No, you're going to look down. And then I'm going to be five feet off the ground and I'm going to start crying and I won't get down. And everyone's like, Ashley, you can literally just jump. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I can't. <laughs> Skydiving, it's more like, it's not within my control. Um, it's going to kind of happen fast. It's, again, still not really up there. But, Becky, if it's something that you would like to do, there's a skydiving company in the area I used to live in. And they were business clients of mine at my previous commercial bank. And... They have always told me that if I ever want to come do some skydiving and, and I bring people with me, they would give me a really great deal. So, you know, also, oh no, you're going to be coming down here where it's cold. So you, you get, you're going to, you're going to get off easy. But I was going to say something that you're going to have you do one of these days is you're going to come down here and I'm going to take you to the Springs. I'm, I'm good. I'm Gucci. Thanks. Thanks, fam. <laughs> I appreciate that. We're going to the Springs. Okay. We won't go in February because it'll be too cold. But one of these days, you're going to come down here where it's nice and warm and toasty. We're going to go to the Springs. Yes, when I'm retired. Listen, my pers- myself, who is terrified of alligators, despite being born race for gritty, and I'm terrified because I'm aware of them, and they basically surround me. But I will still go into the ocean. But I won't fuck with any types of bodies of water with alligators. But I will still go deep, like... Uh, free diving and stuff in springs should give you some kind of comfort of the risk level. Nope, I'm so good. Thanks. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm drug you and take you there. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we definitely know our limitations as far as uh, what to mess with and uh, what, what not, what not oh, to mess with. I definitely with. don't. My limitation literally is what will my wife kill me if I don't die from this experience? And the list, the list is long, so I'm very limited on what I can do. But with, if I was single, the list would be non-existent of what I would not do, besides going to confined spaces. Cause yeah, no. Dude, you're a better person than me because I don't think about that in my head. It, I, I mostly come to terms with, is this going to be worth the argument? And usually, especially if there's alcohol involved, I'm like. Whatever, <laughs> live your best life. That's that's always the motto. There's time. Like it's a good thing I'm fat because I am not at risk for sex trafficking. I do not fit the products of what people want because there's too many times I'll get drunk and I just wander off from my friends. From like if I'm with more if more people than just my husband, friends are involved. I will be there standing next to you, and the next moment I will be gone. Because I will notice something. I'll notice something shiny. Or I'll say to myself, I am bored. I wonder what else I can go find. And I will disappear. And I have done this even recently. When I went to uh, St. Augustine with my friends. Kind of wander off. I went to Savannah for my birthday last year. Very much wander off. We were in a museum. And it was the Prohibition Museum. And there's a bar at the end of it. But so... Yeah, we, we stopped, we're watching a historic video, all that, very educational. I stood there, I'm like, I'm fucking bored, I'm gonna keep going. And my head is, they're gonna follow me or they're not. And I just kept going to the very end, and I helped myself to two drinks before they even arrived. And then after that, um, Adrian, who, he, well, he's, he knows Veronica. We're, we're still drinking, we're walking around. Savannah's the type of city that you can walk and drink as long as you're not being stupid like or over the top stupid I should say we just took off we just started walking through shops through alleys and everything and I'm like man once again it's a good thing I'm fat or else this would be very dangerous for me now of course the main thing is you know if uh, a van you know a white van with no windows pulled next to you opened the door and it said hey we have like new Nintendo Switch games and puppy dogs are you going in the van Oh no. Not so much puppies, yeah. Honestly, you wouldn't even need any of that. It may be drunk and want like always on drinking is like a 
options that hey you want to just lay down and be comfy nine times all the time i'm like fuck yeah let's do this and we just open the van door and be like here you can lay down in this i'm like sold <laughs> and becky you were saying oh no i was just saying i don't see actually getting into a van for nintendo switch games no. it would have to be like a hot muscular guy going you're getting in this van right now and her going is there a bed there's a bed you can lay in if it's that type if we're going to play that fantasy no then I'm going to say no I'm not going into it and then he has to actually put that and then that's that's what's going to happen I'll be going in there kind of voluntarily but I'm going to make sure there's a little bit of a struggle but no mostly puppies because I love puppies. I love puppies. Well, I mean, Becky, I mean, she has to play hard to get. So, I mean, at least he can say, get in the van, very forceful, and she'll go, okay, and there you go. I feel like I've her. So you broke out there. I heard Becky and then get in the van, and there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's all that was needed to say. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's... <laughs> So, I mean, uh, what, what, what other well, topics do we have so far as we continue on? No, if we're talking about free candy vans, uh, Becky, what would someone need to put to offer you for you to get into a van? Um, there's nothing anybody could offer me to get into a van. I've, I've actually been in that situation before, and I was walking. Uh, and I have blisters on my feet because I didn't have shoes on. A whole bunch of nifflers. Nope. Wow. <laughs> I admire your strong will because I do not have it. Adrian, is there anything that would sway through the van? Let's see. Uh, walking down the street, mind up my own business. I mean, it's very random that black people get you know, stolen. I think we learned our lesson last time, you know, coming out of Mayflower. Um, oh I'm thinking black joke nailed it anyhow um if if a van pulled over and had maybe christina hendrix christina ritchie um oh you haven't seen for christina's yeah a little bit um maybe well before she passed away and nicole smith but if they're all in a van and say adrian come with us you know my logical side is you know they could be poisoning me they want to kill me chop me up into pieces but I'm like, oh, it's three hot women. You only live once. I'm jumping in, folks. If I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with a smile. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna come and go, zing. But yeah, other than that, I think that's my only weakness uh, to get me in a van. <laughs> just love to get into a van. It's like a whole bunch of free puppies, but they're gonna smother you to death because they're gonna just give you a bunch of love and cuddles. I'm like sold. Because the thing is, is that I don't really have strong willpower. It all depends on what my strong willpower is. Like Becky knows this. Um, it all depends on what it is, is where my willpower kicks in. Well, because of stuff like that, it's like, yeah, because of course I see the sense of danger, but at the same time, it's like, I'm secondhand suicidal. <laughs> I'm not going to try to per actually off myself. I I've reached that point now that I don't think, I don't believe I'll actually do it to myself. But I'm like, you know what? If someone, you know, if I'm walking through a parking lot and someone decides to just go, you know, it happens. It happens. So someone pulls up to me. Big old white van, and then like we have a whole bunch of puppies in here. I'm like, I fucking sold a book. It's about time. I can but, I can hear Ashley saying yeet as she jumps on in the van, and that's the last we see of her. Yeah, no. So there'd be a lot of stuff, um, but I do not fit the criteria, fortunately, um, because of my weight. So it's very rare you hear about someone like my body type. I'm not I'm not like severely obese or anything for anyone like. Even though I don't explain it, but I am on the chunky side, and so I don't fit that criteria. Plus, I'm getting older. Um, I'm gonna be 30 later this year. I'm starting to get a few gray hairs, so I'm definitely not hitting like any sweet spots for anyone that's like gonna look and they're like, oh yeah, that's one right there. We're gonna tag your car later. Well, I mean, I think it's safe to say, out of all three of us, um, the one they would steal would be Becky. You know, I mean, they would mess what? with me because I'm too old. You know. Yeah, but then Becky's just gonna bite them and claw them, and then they're gonna immediately throw her out. It's just basically you're picking. You, it's literally the situation is you pull over, you see a raccoon, and your thought is, "Oh, it's so adorable, I want it." You grab it and you put it in the vehicle, and immediately things go bonkers, and you throw that thing out the fucking window. 
That is what would happen with that kid. Yes. <laughs> just, yes. She is laughing uncontrollably over there. So yes, of all three of us, they would take her and instantly regret it. Don't know why you're saying they would take me though. I'm like literally the crazy looking one. Exactly. I mean, I'm like the I said, one who they look at it and go, "Oh, she got dummy strength." <laughs> I mean, hey, like I said, they they, they won't take me because I'm older. They won't take Ashley, you know, because once Sammy, you know, she wants puppies and and, and fluffy things. They look at you, the innocent one, the innocent-looking face that's just looking around, kind of, you know, like, you know, um, at, you know, at, at a loss for her surroundings. Yeah, they get you in a van and you just change, and it's all over. I, I don't have an innocent-looking face. What you guys have about face? Ashley, you've been with me all in public. Do I have an innocent, oblivious look to my face, or am I always looking around, aware of my surroundings? I like a combination of both. It all depends what you're doing, <laughs> where we are, what you're doing. But the, like, honestly, the whole situation, Becky and I are just like, you know, we're just in a dark alley because that's where, that's, we're the type of people that would just hang out in a dark alley because it's quiet and people would leave us the fuck alone. Plus the chance that there's some good drugs. But there's going to be a van, swings by, grabs Becky. I'm not going to panic. I'm just going to sit there and be like, oh man, this is a really good TikTok video. Because before that van gets to the end of the alley, Becky's going to be right back out. We just count down the seconds until we hear the guy screaming bloody murder before Becky comes out with, you know, you know, with like a severed arm. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I know Tai Chi. I know police takedowns. I know how to throw a punch. I know how to take a punch. I know how to block. I know how to get out of situations. Wait, so, I'm joking. I'm not even yeah. joking here. If we're in a situation where someone just comes out swinging and starts going to fight with Becky, I would only step in if Becky asked me to because I know Becky can handle herself and I know she will whoop some ass. So I would, I would just stand there and probably be recording yelling world star and then Becky's like, hey, I'm going to need you for this. I'm like, all right, now well, we go. I'm well, I mean, my glasses and my hair up. well, I mean, like you'll be recording. I'll be sitting back eating popcorn, just watching the festivities. See, the thing is, you guys have to pull me off before it's a murder charge. <laughs> alibi. We, we will be your alibi. That's it. I mean, all you have to do is scream. He's coming right for us. And, and you know, you know and, then you, and then you kill him right there. Adrian's going to be monitoring that part because for me, you know me, I'm, I'm chaotic evil and I'm a bad influence for the most part. I'm just going to be like, yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> and then I'll be going to prison with you for accessory to murder because even though I wasn't aiding it all at all, but I was cheering you on. I was, I was being your, I was a murder cheerleader. I was, I was helping to provide. I was a fluffer for the murder boner. <laughs> we have to end on that note. We cannot go any further. We have to stop right there. No, we have to stop right there. We have to. Uh-uh. No, 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 we can't go any further. We can't do any more topics because that's the perfect ending right there. That's the perfect ending. We we have to okay. do it. We have to do Giggity. it. Giggity. Do, do, happy ending, folks. Happy ending. There are no happy endings with us, though. There's just blood. <laughs> blood and death. Literally, and I carry a knife on me at all times. So, <laughs> I'm being, um, me just pulling out my pocket knife and going, I think I have a boner. Open it up and go, a murder one. Come here, motherfucker. And then meanwhile, I'm here with these two guns. <laughs> the gun show. <laughs> if I was wondering what I was saying, I'm like holding up my arms and like, yeah. Try and flex. Guns with these guns on me, baby. I'm so jealous. So, so jealous. <laughs> yeah. No. So uh, where can people find dear Ashford if they want to interact with her? I have changed my name on Instagram. It's no longer Majestic Nerd Lady. I am under the name Ash Majestics. And I'll let you figure out the spelling. And you come find me. And then you send me a request with a message saying, hey, I'm a listener from the podcast. Because if you don't do that and your profile looks sus, I'm not going to accept it. <laughs> and Becky, where would our listeners find you? Oh, I'm actually included this time? I am honored. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm not forgotten about. I'm the redheaded stepchild put up in the attic and told, don't look at her, she'll bite you. It's the threat um, of violence. <laughs> but if people want to find me, you can find me on YouTube. Um, it is 
Rainbow Cupcake either 95 or 666. I forget what the handle is. I can't look it up right now because once again, I am on my cell phone because my computer, my poor computer is throwing a tantrum so I have to take it to be put in timeout and rectified. And of course you can find me under walkerac76.podbean.com. That's Walker ac76.podbean.com so you can find the Out of Context uh, podcast, the Walker AC Experience slacking majestically. You can find the Root of All Ashley, all the fun podcasts out there. And now we've included the uh, new podcast of Cereal and Beer featuring Kevin, you, and um, Jeff Asai. That's a new podcast on our, our network family here. So as this show comes to a complete close, now this has been a rather, you know, I mean, a rather uh, tame comfortable show we did so i mean like your thoughts on this i liked it i think it wasn't off the rails because all day long i because i've been up to date without the titanic thing and i was just like i really just want to talk about this with somebody because no one at work at my job is up to date with it and i'm like my god i just i just want to talk to people about this so yeah i i appreciated that and then kind of went off of different things from there I, i i liked it it's it wasn't out of the box, out of this world, crazy bananas, like some episodes are. But I like it. We we take some breaks here and there, and of course we still have Becky, so it should still be a good show. As long as Becky's here, people are listening. Of course. <laughs> so wow. So as we end on that one, we cannot go away. Just wow. We can't go away just yet because uh, Ashley, I think you know what time it is. Adventure time. Okay, so why did the bicycle lay down? Why? why? Because it was too tired. Oh, I don't have sound effects on here. That sucks. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>